It will take the Lord to preach this morning. It always does. There ain't no preaching that takes place without Him. A lot of times there may be some words get said and some time gets spent, but there ain't no preaching takes place unless the Lord comes by. Uh, he's, he's the only one that can. Uh, uh, I think I'm going to start over in Ephesians. And I'll read this, and, and then I'll, I'll kind of tell you how I ended up to here. Uh, but over, over in the uh, fifth chapter of the book of Ephesians, I may start in about the 17th verse there and start uh, reading down in in the 5th chapter of Ephesians. He says, Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Holy with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of the Lord. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. And and I'll stop right there. If you want to, turn over to the book of Esther. Thought about, thought about Esther all week this week. Our heart's kind of been, uh, been on her, been, been meditating and thinking a lot about uh, the book of Esther and and. and uh, uh, as, as, as we maybe read some in this first chapter here uh, the, of the book of Esther, uh, we understand in this, and I think most of us are, are, are probably know this scripture, uh, is, is, is uh, King Ahasuerus here, he had a wife by the name of Vashti. And, and uh, he called in all the providences, and, and uh, I ain't going to try to say it without reading it, but they, uh, he was... He was over 170 and 20 provinces. He's over 127 provinces in that day. And, and, and that's just other countries inside of that area there that he was ruler over. This man had a lot of authority. He had a lot of, of, of power in that area in that day. And I got to thinking about that and how that, how that, uh, uh, at that time, when he called all these princes together, he called all of these together, and he wanted to he wanted to, to show off. He wanted to show his wife Vashti, and he called unto her. And if you read this, you see where that she had uh, uh, she wouldn't come to him, and, and she wouldn't listen to the call he sent out unto her, and, and it angered him. 
it angered him greatly that she would not uh, heed unto him because the place that she was living in was a place he provided. The thing she was eating was food he provided. All the comforts that she lived in probably was things that, that, that King Hazareth had allowed her life to be blessed with. You know, he allowed her to have all these things that she, that she dwelled in, that she consumed, and that she enjoyed. All them things was hers and it costed her nothing, uh, but she was, a, 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 the Bible speaks of her there, and I, if I don't say it exactly the way the Bible says it, I'm sorry, but she was, she was a fair woman to look upon, Jim. She was, she was beautiful to the eyes. But, 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 but in this, he, he loved her and he was wanting to show her off. She was beautiful to him. But yet when he sent word out, he says, I want you to come. And I want you to show yourself before all these princes and everybody uh, over all these provinces that, I, that I'm over. I want you to show yourself. And she refused him, Mark. This is a man with great power, David. This is a man with great authority. And she cared not that she defied his very word. She knew his power, but somewhere's in her mind, Trevor, she thought she had gained as much uh, power as what her husband had. She put herself in a place, she thought that she was just as strong as he was. She was wrong. (coughs) We sat around a whole lot of times down at the house of God. And we put ourselves in greater authority than we truly have. We walk our, our lives in this world and a lot of times we forget, Matt, this who gave us what we're eating. This who provided us the roof on our head. This who gave us the blessings that we enjoy every day of our life. And I, I got to thinking and the Lord just took us over uh, as we were studying in that end of those scriptures over there into Ephesians. And He says to submit yourselves one to another. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands. Uh, uh, you know what happened probably when, when Vashti refused in anger that king and he started talking over these other princes and these other men uh, that knew the area and he started saying, what should I do? He sent out a decree of the Medes and the Persians that couldn't be taken back or laid. It couldn't be changed, Bobby. There was a word went out and he said, Vashti will never step before the king ever again. She got herself condemned to a place that she could never get out of. She could never change. But there was a word went out. That king went looking for a new ride. He sent word out, and old Mordecai, he took his young niece there, and he took her out, and he says, I want you to go before the king, that maybe he'll take you as a bride. You just fire with me this morning, pray if you would. I need the Lord's help. Mordecai cared for that little girl. He cared enough that he wanted to see her be, be a bride of the king. I think that's the heart of this church. I think we've got something we care enough for that we want to see them become a bride. You know what it's going to take? 
Yeah, it's going to take them coming under subjection under the king. Esther came in and just to me, I've preached this before, a lot of these things right here. But the king's chamberlains and all these, they knew just the very thing that the king loved to smell. They knew the very things that he loved to look at. So they went to dressing little old Esther. They went to putting the sweet smelling ointments upon her that the king loved to smell. Those things that he loved to see her wearing, that's what they went to putting on. And she gained a favor in his sight that day, Gail. When she went before him, I say, I've preached some of this before. It's alright, it don't get old, it don't wear out. Lord laid it on her heart this week, and, I, and, 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 and I'll just tell you a lot of times I go to question Lord, it don't seem that long ago I preached on this. And he'll just let me know, I don't care what you think. <laughs> I give it to you. I love to trust him, Tammy. There's a whole lot of things that you can't put your trust in, but I'm going to tell you one thing you can. You put your trust in God. Yeah, amen. <sighs> amen. <laughs> well, old Esther ended up, she found favor in King Hyperus' sight. And I got to thinking on these things and I thought just like with last time, she put herself in a position. She put herself in a place where she didn't have favor with God ever again in her life. I'm going to tell you something. You come down to church and the Lord go to dealing with you. You just think the Hathorist, he was over a hundred and, 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 and twenty something, whatever it was there, provinces. He was he was a great ruler over a lot of things. But I'm talking to you about a sovereign God. I'm talking to you about a supreme God. I'm talking to you about one that don't just rule Lester. He don't just rule Canberra. He don't just rule North Carolina. But I'm talking about the God of heaven that spoke this world into existence. And when he puts out a call on his bride, she let her listen. Just to a few of us and no more. You don't want to know something. That king thought Bashtai was beautiful. He thought she was beautiful enough to take as a bride. There was a time in her life when she found the same favor in the eyes of Ahasuerus as Esther did. She was just as beautiful, Audrey, as little old Esther was in his eyes. There was a time that he offered unto her to be his bride. Once she got taken under his wing and got to living in the comforts, she started refusing him. She started turning her back on him. That's a scary place to get. 
trying his best. He done brought death unto man through sin in the garden. Man's disobedience unto God brought death unto this world. And the old devil said got something set in place that he thinks he's going to get rid of every one of us. He thinks he's going to get everybody. He can't get them sent to hell. But I've got news for that old bugger. Hey! Hey little old Esther! Praise God Almighty! Found favor in the sight of the King! Don't you tell me the church don't mean nothing to God. Don't you tell me a lie like that. I'm going to tell you something about the church of the living God. She's beautiful in the sight of God. It will go when He calls us. with God. He sent word to little old Esther. He said, you're going to have to go in now. You're going to have to go in before the king. Yeah. See, then you're going to have to go in. She says, but I can't. If I go in there, he's not called for me. If I go in there, he's not called for me. If he don't extend that scepter unto me, it's my life. <laughs> Sometimes in the effort to see our people saved. Sometimes in the effort to see our people saved. You're going to have to do some things that scare you a little bit. Hey, you're going to have to walk in before the Father. Hey, before the King. Chapter. Said then Mordecai commanded 
to answer Esther, Think not with thyself that thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all the Jews. I want you to remember where he was when he was lost. One other thing, you're born again. It wasn't on our way to death. It wasn't on our way to hell. He told the little Western, he said, Don't you think you're going to escape either without favor in his sight? Without getting him to reverse this decree. Listen. He said, For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art come to this king, to the kingdom for such a time as this. Then Esther bade them return Mordecai this answer. Go gather together all the Jews that are present in Shushan and fast ye for me. And neither eat nor drink three days, night or day. I also and my maidens will fast likewise. And so will I go in unto the king, which is not according to the law. And if I perish, I perish. And Mordecai went his way and did according to all that Esther had commanded him. You want to know where we've got to get down to? Hey, you've got to get down to a place where you say... Church pray, and I'm going to pray. Church get down low, and I'm going to get down low. Church trust God, and I'm going to trust God. And I'm going to tell you what, hey, if I perish, I perish. If it takes my very life to see one more born into the kingdom of God, let it be so. spoke about him in Sunday school a little bit. Old Stephen was willing to die for this. He didn't die because he hated them people. He died because he loved them. And when he took his life, if you want to know what he died, he had looked up. And he saw a separate kid standing up to him. Oh, the world might have said he died. The world 
destroyed. But I'm going to tell you what. Old Stephen found favor in the eyes of the Father. He looked up to heaven. Saw Jesus standing on the right hand of the Father. He didn't refuse him. I keep up with this scripture. Now the time ain't left. You know what happened? You know what happened? There's no man named Paul standing there at that that time by the name of Saul and Tarsus. Oh, Stephen's like a little instrument. I believe you're scared to go ahead and preach it, AJ. I believe he's probably gay, coughing, won't throw up, he's so nervous. How do you know, preacher? I get that way before I preach. I believe he's scared to death. It doesn't break me, Gregor. It doesn't hold him to come back around and preach like that anymore. Don't you reckon he's like a little old Esther? But Mordecai, Mordecai, if I go in there, it's not going to be my life. But I believe old Stephen was maybe on his knees the night before. And the Lord says, you just don't know that you're here for such a time as this. Community Chapel Missionary Baptist Church, you may not understand it. The United you may not understand it. Call it Freeman, you may not understand it. But I'm going to tell you what, Bobby Griffin, we're here for such a time as this. It's time for the church to get under subjection, under the will of the Father, under the will of her husband, and it's time to submit ourselves under Him. And if we perish, we perish. You keep praying for them babies. You keep praying for that family. Keep praying for them men that work around. Keep holding them up before the Lord. Keep praying for them guys. It might just get worse before it gets better. Tonight's message is rolled over and over in my heart all week. What things? They're walking with the Lord. They're worried about everything that's going on around them. They're complaining and dropping. And he said, What things? Everything that takes place in this world, he does the things. You know what? The old devil's trying to get our eyes off of the prize. You know what he'd love for Esther to do? Well, she knew he'd love for her. He got so scared that she just wouldn't go in there. He'd love for her to got so scared that she just said, Mordecai, I can't. Oh, Lord, I love this morning. I mean, he got so scared that I can't. All things are possible. I'll say some more sides, Glenn. I won't see this world acknowledging our King. 
When he calls your name, don't be a bystander. Don't get cut off to where you can never be in his presence ever again. Told him and invited him to a dinner. He invited that old evil Haman too. He had so much favor. Maybe she wasn't even scared to be in the presence of the very one that's trying to kill her. <laughs> that make any sense to you? Oh, Haman was the very one. He already had some gallows. He already had a, a, a hangman's noose of late on on old Mordecai. He had. He had death waiting on every Jew they was over our gals. Do you know what? Little old Esther got some boldness about her when she walked in before the king and he extended the scepter. You want me to tell you something about the little old church of the living God? She ate so little. Hey, when the king extended his scepter to her. Hey! She ain't scared when old Haman comes in the presence because she realizes that she's not the one that's got the soccer of the party over everything. And she's in his favor. And she let it be known over there that day. He went to baby friend's life, Michael. He went to plead and argue. Oh, please, please, please. And you know where he tried to follow for mercy? He tried to follow Esther. He went with him to the king. He never had. You know what happened? He hung on the very gallows that he created. You know where this old devil's going to go down? On the very thing he thinks he rules. The very thing this world makes out is he's some little old pointy-tailed bugger with a pitchfork in his hand walking around poking people in hell laughing and enjoying every minute of it. I'm going to tell you something about that. I'm sorry, mother. He's going to be screaming as bad as anybody else in the lake of fire. Amen. Yeah. He ain't no great rower. Hey, oh Mordecai, uh, I mean, excuse me, Haman, he wanted to set himself up like he was part of the being the ruler over that kingdom, part of the ruler of the provinces over there. But you know what? He didn't have the rule over that place. The father, King of Hasserius, had it. Oh, Haman just tried to set himself up with authority. Let the rule of the father fail. Oh, Haman hung. I'm going to tell you what. It's coming today. And that old devil's going to get cast him and his angels right into the lake of fire. Oh, that's a bunch of a folk tale, bunch of junk or whatever. You believe what you want, you'll be right there with him. You believe what you want, you'll be right there with him. But I'm going to tell you something. 
You went to the, the Chamberlain, the King's Chamberlain. You know what they, what they wanted to do? They wanted to close Esther right, and they wanted her to, to be smelled like the king wanted her to smell. The Spirit of God gets to moving through the church, and it gets to telling you where you need to be and what you need to do. Just do it. Because he knows what it takes to get favor with the Father. Obedience. Wives, submit yourselves to somebody else's husband. Is that what he said? Oh no. Submit yourself to your own husbands. You start listening to this old flesh and the things of this world. You're not following God. Olivia, that scripture the other day that you read, our ways is not his ways. Our thoughts is not his thoughts. And when we get to follow what we think, wrong husband, wrong king. No. You know who rules this right here? To be carnally minded is death. It's enmity against God. And what we read the other day, oh Satan, he will put stuff in you at his will. He'll guide your thoughts. He'll guide your ways. He'll guide you in the path that he wants you to go. Just like he did vice high. Just like old Haman did over there. He followed his own way. And you know where it ended up? Separation from God and death. That's what will come our way one of these days. If we don't submit ourselves unto our own husband. You know who's the husband of everybody? Who's the creator of all? Who brings the breath of life into man's nostrils? Who should we be submitting ourselves unto? He's ever one of our husbands. He's ever one of ours. You know what he don't like? He don't like adultery. You know what? When you lay your eyes on another husband and you get your eyes on another way, you'll stir anger in him just like Vashti did. So you were right in here reading nothing about another man in there. No, but she followed her own thoughts. That's right. She cheated on him in her own life. The Bible says that you look on a woman in lust that you've already committed adultery in your heart with her. We let our minds get drawn away in any other way besides God's way and we're cheating on Him. And we're not submitting ourselves unto Him. If we won't favor in His sight, He's got to be everything in our life. We've got the desire of him to the freedom above every John Deere tractor lay is on the market. <laughs> that may not seem like much, but I'm going to tell you, some people's tractors is their gods. Some people's gun cabinets is their gods. There's a lot of things that draws us away, isn't it? But we need to be submitted unto him. Why is it so important? We already said it. Shake not the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. What is the behavior of some? Chasing the world. Chasing the things of this world. 
submitting ourselves unto the pleasures of life. Not just coming to church, but it's being part of the church. It's being in the church, not in the building. Now, I'm telling you, that's important. It's important to be in the church when the Lord is open. But I'm going to tell you what. He said you must be born again. Amen. That's the most important thing in our lives. Amen. When you're born again, you have favor in the eyes of the king. And when you listen to the chamberlains, the chief chamberlains, and you've adorned yourself in sweet-smelling savers that the king loves to smell, when you when you you've robed yourself in the clothing he loves to loves, loves to see you in. You got a big bottle on your heart. You got young and grandchildren on your heart. You know what you can do. You can walk in with fear, Matt, into his presence, and we should. You can walk in with fear, but you know what? You'll receive a greeting with that sweet scepter. It'll be extended unto you. You hear what he'll say? What do you want? What do you need? If it's up to the height of the kingdom, what can I give you? <coughs> I read in the Bible where he said it's the Father's good pleasure to give us the kingdom. Casting all your cares on him. He cares for you. He does.
King of the provinces. She had some evidence of some things that she couldn't see. She had evidence that he could he could retract, retract that sentence that went out on them people. <coughs> she had some substance of some things she was hoping for. She had some evidence of some things she hadn't seen yet. She was hoping that he would hear her. She was praying that he would save her people. At the end of the day, you just go on and read the rest of it. She found favor. Mordecai got set up over in the kingdom. And people were fine. One little old woman that God placed there at the point of time again. Because she came down to a day in her life when she said, if I perish, I perish. There's a young man. This church got to where it needs to be. He's right up there. I leave the song in front of this church. God's got a hold of him. Why? Because some people went in before the king. Church. We hear, we hear, 
that may make some people mad. But I'm going to tell you what, you can't pray to somebody you don't know. You can't talk to somebody that you don't know. But when you receive him that in your heart, we hear some of the wickedest people in this world get down in a bad situation and they'll say pray. They don't even know who they're asking to pray. Just they call on your gods, whoever they are. They don't even know what prayer is. I'm going to tell you what, he'll find favor in the eyes of God. Little old Esther. The church. When she gets in a place. Such a time as this. When she says, pray for me, and I'll pray for you. And I'll go in before the king on behalf of our people. This, if you can look around and see our people dying and going to hell and it don't bother you. Can you let every little old couple of birds get some of your side to keep you out of the house of God? Amen. Amen. You know about the only thing the devil does? He shoves cuckle birds about up on everybody's side where it makes it a rough ride. You know what we'll do? To somebody, we want to get sucked up over nothing. We want to put the brakes on when it gets a little hard. She was called. But you know what she couldn't do? She couldn't go for nobody else. And if you won't go when he calls you, you ain't going to find no favor with him when somebody else needs you to pray for him. Time to realize that in the last days, perilous times have come. We're facing some dangerous, scary times. You better trust the sovereign God, the only one that's got power to harm you.
trust him with my very life this morning. I trust him with my very being this morning. I believe I even, when God called me to preach, and I believe when he started getting down to business and letting me know I'm not playing around with you, big boy. And I believe when I was on my knees one day, and God said, how can they hear without a preacher? And how can they preach except they be sent? And God spoke to my soul and said, I'm sending you. And I believe in the heavenly vision as I was on my knees praying without preaching the gospel. Without preaching the gospel. And I saw old gray-headed faces and I saw little old young faces getting up out of the altars. And God said, they need to hear my word and I'm sending you preach." And the fear fell on my life like I'd never felt before. I still believe unto this day in the sovereign almighty God that sent me out with a message to preach. And God help me if all hell comes against me. I lean on him right through the middle of it. And be like little old Esther. Don't be scared to walk right into his presence because I'm with the king. I'm with my husband. God, let him find me under submission. And you know how a husband is supposed to love his wife? Well, Christ loves the church. I looked up because I was studying on this stuff. And in there, it says, it says in several places, love one another. Love one another. And it teaches us as Christ loved us. He gave it all for us. Do you know what we owe God and what we owe one another? We give it all. A double L. I've preached on, on Ananias and Sapphire before. They thought it's all right just to give the Lord just, give, give the, uh, just a little bit. And they both fell dead right there. You can die doing his will or you can die on his will. But I encourage us. Go down like Stephen. I was a deacon that was put there for such a time as that. Matt, you sit in this church. Every one of you sitting in here today is sitting in here for such a time as this. That's what the Lord gave me this morning. Praise His holy name. I love the Lord.